Hey everyone, welcome back to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I'm Gordy, and I'm the only one here right now. I'm alone in the studio because the holidays have us scattered all around the East Coast. But that's okay, because we, between you and I, listener, I think I think we know what the other two would have contributed anyway. Carmen's going to be like, oh, we have to read the story and stay on topic all the whole time, and Tyler is going to try to make it illegal. So we can do without that. We know we know what's going on, you and I. We understand. And what's going on is we have another anthology for you all, uh, some of our favorite moments from the last year or so of episodes put together for your listening pleasure. So we hope you enjoy that, and we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming fairly shortly. Thank you for listening. You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. Um, the king had a daughter named Anne, and the queen had a daughter named Kate. But Anne was much... Oh, excuse me? <laughs> I think... This is maybe a remarriage situation. Mm-hmm. Or is, did the king stitch a little doll together? <laughs> <laughs> Out of his first wife's hair? <laughs> what? <laughs> just, sure, if you want. I was going to say, like, doll supplies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Didn't have to be creepy. <laughs> no, if a king stitches together a doll, it's creepy. There's no way it's just a normal toy. That's made out of the flesh of his dead wife. He went to build a bear. It is some it's, kind yeah, of... Yeah, he went to the princess the princess. It is some kind shop. of necrotic totem. <laughs> For a while. What she said was what daughters? And then there was never a conversation again. <laughs> we've we've never just, had daughters. She just gaslights him. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly drives him nuts into making more like human doll friends to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, the king just lives up in his bedroom with his Barbie dolls. Maybe they're they're totems for deceased former offspring. There's something about those dolls. That's not just a hobby. There's something dark about that. There there weren't any dolls. There was a doll. We talked about a doll. Okay, there weren't any <laughs> dolls in the original story. Did we make that up? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did we really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you oh. did. First and, and then also made up the part where it was <laughs> a darkness inside him. <laughs> I could have sworn that was real. No, you inserted that in the first <laughs> sentence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly thought that was part of the real story. <laughs> No, you say words and then your brain just assumes they exist in the world. Well, it's not like that's out of place with everything else. I mean, that's true. If you're going to ride a bus, might as well stick some food in your face. Like, it's really hard when you are doing the public transit thing to get to a restaurant or something. Like, you're already planning your day around this much longer path of transportation. Yeah. So if it can make it a little bit more convenient, and also that helps fund the bus system, like, (laughs) dear every city, just do this. What if you could pay the bus extra to go through the drive-thru for you? (laughs) (laughs) Would you do that? Okay. I would never ride a bus again as long as I live, because I know everybody's going to want to stop by Popeye's or something. No, see, that's what I'm saying. Let's do that. 
but to the highest bidder. <laughs> only oh, only one person gets to choose. Yep. Where are we stopping tonight? <laughs> and then everybody still has to pay for their meal. Yeah. What if you could pay money to make a, a traffic light change faster? <laughs> so what you're saying is we need to apply microtransactions <laughs> to, to reality. To fund our real world cities. Yeah, if you if you pay a dollar via the traffic light app, then you, you can knock 10 seconds off of your red light. But if the other people pay more, then it's going to take longer. So it's just a bidding war at every light. Once again, I am amazed, saddened, <laughs> and amused that... Like, I present an idea that I think has some, like, real-world traction, <laughs> and you guys take it to this, this place of, I think of inefficient horror. I think your it's... idea is, is complete. It's kind of a compliment. I don't have anything that I can add to it to make it better. It I... it, it is a good concept at, on its face. I'm, I'm not saying, like, that you're overwriting my idea. I'm just amused that... The pattern has more than once been, like, here's this thing that I think could be really cool. And then you guys are like, what if we made that awful? <laughs> what if we just made it suck? Well, no, that, what we're doing is we're applying, like, the rigors of reality to it. It's already... What? It's already free to drive. We are adding, we are adding the bureaucracy that it will have to pass through to it. Which then makes it inefficient. <laughs> what if what if you got on a bus, but you had to pay to make them stop? <laughs> it's just conversation. So, so that you're just you're just double dipping on the fare, then. <laughs> yeah, like that driver is not stopping or opening the door until unless a certain number of people have put in a bid for that location. So <laughs> I feel. Sometimes, like, how I imagine screenwriters do, like, they, they make this beautiful script, and then they take it to these producers, and these producers are like, okay, yeah, but what yeah, if but we add a, a talking puppy? Yeah, put a talking cat in this, <laughs> and you're golden. That's yeah, exactly what happens to so, scripts. So if you can't pay to get off the bus... Don't get on. Do No, do buses just become, like... Roving snow piercers full of homeless people. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Like so. no one else can get <laughs> on the, the bus. If you, but if you also serve food, pay to get off. If you also serve food, are you obligated to serve them? If they pay, like I, until I guess they're about to die, and then you just kick them off wherever they're about to die. No, you leave the bones on because they didn't pay. <laughs> You just have this and then a bus full of rotting okay. corpses. Okay, what if you add like a second car to the bus that's just for dead people? <laughs> the double decker. Yeah. The top deck is just corpses. Now, can you can you posthumously raid their wallet for the fare to drop them off? Like if they actually had enough in their wallet and they yeah, were just being they like skin flinty it? about it, and then they died on the bus, can you like take the you fare? Say, like, well, no, you have to report the death to their family if you can find them next oh, okay. of kin and then they settle their accounts for them so you're being <laughs> responsible while also carrying their corpse around for eternity if they want those remains in a, in a moving catacomb oh, you can you can monetize all of because then they have to pay to get that bus to stop so they can get the remains of their relatives 
If they board the they bus, have, so yeah, they have to pay to get on and off the bus. So it's yeah. So it's kind of a, a food dispensary slash bus slash hearse, I guess. Maybe I'm never suggesting anything again. Slash correctional facility. <laughs> yeah. Slash, slash homeless shelter. Slash, it might as well have a prison and a doctor on board. You can charge for that. <laughs> Yeah, this is Snowpiercer, <laughs> except except it's on a bus that could. Boy, that'd make that movie so much better if it if they could stop at any time. It was just a bus in Manhattan, and the conductor just refused to. So Kanye West, who is not star power, <laughs> well, he is something. Yeah, would he? I would attract not call or repel more audience goers to this film. I think you go see it. Yeah, because he's in it. If if you told me that Kanye West was playing a Vietnamese boy from Beyond the Stars, I'm gonna go see that movie. I don't care if it's good or bad. I think with those words, you just spoke this film into existence. <laughs> See, this is the next phase of Hollywood where, like, they know it's not going to be good. They just have to make it weird enough to draw people in. Hollywood's oh, angsty teenage phase. <laughs> just trying to get attention. You don't understand my art. I really my like casting that art. as the tagline on the poster. <laughs> Kanye West. Just Kanye West. Kanye West is... <laughs> A Vietnamese boy from Beyond the Stars. What, are you going to not see this? <laughs> Jeff Bridges dressed up as a tree. <laughs> with, with, like, a really... Jeff hap- Bridges as his mentor figure. With, the like, tree. Like, a really... Making a really happy face and looking up into a bright light. <laughs> this is another poster. <laughs> Like he just found a $20 bill on his pocket. <laughs> I want I want the clip that they present at the Oscars to be him in space. Have we done that yet? Is that a thing? Has, has re- <laughs> Anaconda pants? Has, has pro wrestling gotten down to the point where it's just like live animals? Oh, I found this moose. <laughs> Go to it, John Cena. We put it in silver spandex. Let's go. Who's who's the champ? It's that giant snake wrapped around you, crushing your bones. Can't you see his luchador mask? <laughs> see your opponent. You just have to unmask him. <laughs> oh, look, it's a snake. There's a t-shirt for you. He's making a luchador mask. Choking no the further, life out of someone. No further explanation. Just crushing John Cena's bones. <laughs> I'd buy that shirt. Be good. You not, think you're not great, though. <laughs> you think it's yourselves okay. champions, I can see, but your strengths are puny compared he's, to me. He's no Eminem. Gotta watch a servant rat battle too. There, there are not a lot of things I wouldn't watch. That start snakes doing not snake things. <laughs> Animal Planet has fallen on hard times. 
Yeah. They have greenlit a show called Snakes Doing Not Snake Things. Uh, either that or they have reached a level of creative genius hitherto unseen. Yeah, they get a new director and he's like, alright, we can tell this Animal Planet surprisingly this... human revamp thing is complete another bullshit to allow you to do shows about tree houses or whatever. This it's network's got nothing... going places now. It's got nothing to do with animals. Look, we're going to take that, but in the opposite direction. We're going to do animals doing people things. Let's go. <laughs> Going into the stratosphere. Snake rap battles. Just one snake against a rapper. It's an, also an anaconda. Comes on there, squeezes his bones out. Typically, that's how these shows end. <laughs> that's it. And we begin with some animal facts and diagrams. <laughs> we get to run across the screen while the snake is crushing whoever to death. <laughs> it's an anaconda versus famous rapper. Do you know they could grow up to 80 feet long? Anacondas live in the Amazon. <laughs> and then at the very end is a crappy CG, like CSI style, rendered, like reenactment of the events where it like, x rays into what the stick is doing to the rapper. <laughs> and you just see his like brass knuckles with his name engraved on it snapping in half in the x ray. <laughs> hey kids. How many pieces has Little John's clavicle been broken into? Let's look at Can the x-rays. Here's Blue from Blue's Clues to oh, help you out. This is a kid's show now. Well. Why not? It could be a kid's version. <laughs> yeah, you just do the regular adult version, but you except, add children's you icons. To, you just have to bleep the swears and the rapping, though. And instead of, like, the crunching of bone, you just put in that, like, yay sound effect. <laughs> confetti and balloons. <laughs> you remove the the uh, snake's obscene language uh, rapper hat and put a party hat on instead. <laughs> instead of a rapper style hat that he wears backwards that has <laughs> written on it. <laughs> I was going to say, what, what obscenity is on the hat? I don't know. I don't know what raps do. <laughs> Why are you simultaneously giving a show to snakes so that they can express themselves and then censoring them? I just wanted, Only for the kids I just wanted an excuse for getting a snake in a party hat. You just wanted an excuse for a like post effects, like after effects, like party hat to be tracked on top of a snake. Yeah, I want that. I want it to be like a really crappy gif of a snake party hat covering up an obscene word on the snake's wrapper hat. I'm Carmen. I'm your reader. Make, making sense of senseless tales. Hello. <laughs> I'm not the reader. You did that. I'm yeah. Gordy. Yeah. I'm the last one. <clears throat> I go third. And then this is where the drums come in. <laughs> and then the podcast starts. That's what I'm talking about. We're in it. This is your cue. You know you can't say that on episodes when I'm editing, because I'm just going to put something in there. <laughs> well, if, and if it you, will be copyright infringing. If you just heard drums, then now you know the episode has started proper. I can play you some drums. They don't have to copyright. I can feel it coming in the air. No, don't do that. Don't do that song. I don't know why people like that song. Because it's drums. Because it's slow. There's drums in it. Nothing happens in that song. Except when the drums... Yeah, it's like it's like eight seconds of like of pretty slow drums. <laughs> That's what that song should be called. Welcome back to your favorite Stranger Things fan cast. Your number one stop for Stranger Things on the internet. It's what we are now. Mistakes were made last night. 
I'm very tired as a result of them. <laughs> I don't have any regrets, but boy, things did not shake out at 7.30 this morning. <laughs> Send in your theories. We'll read them on the air. We have a whole bunch of them about what's really... We're three episodes in, I think, <laughs> at this point, and our theories include... <laughs> well, the majority of your theories are which characters are and are not Benjamin buttoning their, their, their yeah, life every, Characters and inanimate objects. Everybody has the potential for Benjamin Button. I think that swimming pool is aging backwards. Um, the, the girl who hooked up with the guy, they are giving birth to... <laughs> To the monster in the future, who mm-hmm. will then loop around and to become the, eleven. To the yeah, who will become eleven later on. Um, Spoilers, sorry. Um, the kid who went missing is his own brother. <laughs> skip ahead to the eight-hour mark of this podcast if you want to skip spoilers. <laughs> spoilers from the three episodes we've watched <laughs> and all of our circumspection revolving around them. Because like we'll keep going until we hit it. The law of averages says eventually we'll be right. We will create several new science fiction series in the process. Do you think that it's a sequel or a prequel to Life is Strange, of which you guys have seen one episode and are therefore experts on? What if they are just alternate realities of each each other? other? Mr. Bucket? Yeah. Here's a commercial. I'm going to put sound on for this. There you go. If you could give that thing some some real AI, that could be a good game. <laughs> it it requires two things. It requires good AI and malice. Let's <laughs> just upload a copy of the Art of War into Mister Bucket's RAM and see what it does. With it. He's learning. <laughs> that would be the most terrifying children's toy. A Mr. Bucket that learns and adapts to your <laughs> tactics. A Mr. Bucket that just spits balls in your face while you sleep. No, children. You cornered me in the closet last time. <laughs> Mr. Bucket's learned how to use knives now. Mr. Bucket has networked with the appliances. <laughs> Mr. Bucket has released toxins into the air. <laughs> Mr. Bucket has turned on your oven and opened the door. We're, we should buy a P.O. box so that people can send us copies of Mr. Bucket. We should, we should have not, a P.O. box. Not buy a P.O. box for specifically that reason. How much does Mr. Bucket cost? Probably not much. If Mr. Bucket appears in this apartment, I'm not going to be really happy about it. You're, you're, selling, you're telling us right now you won't play Mr. Bucket with us. I will play Mr. Bucket with you, but Dude, I will have doubts about my... $69! What? It's vintage. Costs Mr. Bucket. Because this bus is going to be... I, I take back what I said before about it being slow. It's going to be amazingly fast. <laughs> Blistering speed. But you, you do have to pay a lot to get on and even more to get off. It's like weird bus Skynet now. Plus, like, you're paying for all the services aboard. You can die on any bus. Everything right? Is <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it doesn't just happen on this bus. <laughs> <laughs> that is a statement that is true currently. <laughs> Am I dying now? <laughs> you could die on any bus. You might as well die on the one that has facilities for that. <laughs> it's got a funeral room. <laughs> well, well it has an upstairs. 
<laughs> you can just set up the cremation chamber so that it also acts say, as fuel. It just goes right into the engine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of your service? Oh, gosh. What if it just said, good bus, very fast? <laughs> good bus, good. very fast, incorporated. Good, good bus, very fast, you get on now. <laughs> good bus, fair rates. <laughs> okay. No scam, just a bus. So... <laughs> Not scam, only bus. Aside from the food part that you would have taken over when, when you took over bus fare, mm-hmm. and the moldering corpse edition on the top, what other services are you offering on this bus? Well, we already mentioned prison and doctor. Right. Uh, what else do you need? Wi-Fi? Like, like a county street fare? Street performers? You could put some cheap Wi-Fi or, in there. Or bus aisle performers? Yeah, screw the performers. If you got Wi-Fi, then you basically have access to the world. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Okay, Wi-Fi, prison, hospital, <clears throat> moldering corpse room. That's a city. City on wheels. <laughs> Petting zoo? <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. Re- rental animals? Yeah, you get it's a like a zoo. It's like a bus cat cafe. Primarily the ones about to be butchered in the back of the bus. Yeah, that was what I was going to oh. say. Like, you get a petting zoo full of pigs and chickens and things, and when they, like, start getting old or mean or tired of having people pet them, or you're just like, diseasy. well... Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're have... on the verge of disease, they go into the pot. <laughs> you, you go ahead and start cooking. So you have a traveling, adorable pet larder. What if instead of very hard seats, they had an adhesive on them, <laughs> and you have so to they, pay to have it removed, oh, or or so really are... a really strong suction system, right. so it's easy is, to manipulate is, from yeah. them. Using G forces, <laughs> we keep people in their seats. Generated by what? Is it like a cement mixer, and we're just gonna like spin them around very fast in a centrifugal force <laughs> the whole time, so they are stuck. We, we pitch it as a massage system at first for the glutes. <laughs> okay. I, I just I want to pause and point out that again, I suggest suction system. You suggested what? I suggested a suction system as an efficient means of keeping people in their seats for magic imaginary imbecile. <laughs> and you guys took it. Don't, don't act like like attaching any suggestion onto corpse bus is okay. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com, and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash wtfolklore. Feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore or mythology that you would like to hear us talk about. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales.